0: The cake has spoken. Right, they <laughs> the had cake to. And the good cake taketh away. Welcome to Style and Substance, a great British bake-off podcast. I'm Betsy. And I'm Ada. We're former college roommates based in Minnesota with a shared love of all things British Isles. Today, we're discussing the fourth episode of season nine of Great British Bake Off. This Dessert Week episode saw some of the most demanding challenges yet. Stay tuned as we dive into contestant foibles and triumphs. Yeah, Dessert Week. Yeah, What to say about Dessert Week? Uh, I don't know. Um, like I watched
1: I, it and I was like, yep, that was a show. I just didn't mm-hmm. feel passionate about it in any way.
0: I think part of it is that at least for this, like these were not desserts that I felt, except for the technical, which we'll get into. These were not desserts that I felt like, oh, I would really like to tuck it into that. In the signature challenge, I don't understand the appeal of a pavlova. It's not something that people make very often on the side no. of the pond.
1: And we had right. a gluten-free,
0: dairy-free
1: mm-hmm. um, employee and she made a pavlova and it was like, oh, now I get it. Cause right. like it is, you know, it's a little crunchy and marshmallowy and you have the fruit. Um, she had whipped cream that you could put on top of it and it was delicious.
0: I was kind of impressed with like the different ways that people like shaped their pavlova and piped it and got really creative with the ways that they constructed it. Really like Jorgen's idea with his Passover pavlova. For one, it sounded like it paid off with the dates and oranges and the really cool like n- like pyramids made out of matzah. But also like it's clever because it would make a good Passover like. That's dessert. what
1: I was thinking too. Yeah. going back to our gluten free thing. Like yeah, here's. A dessert that is naturally perfect for this event, right. so I was like, That's so
0: smart. He definitely seemed pretty confident this week, and it's it was honestly kind of nice to have the confident um engineer Jurgen back,
1: yeah, because
0: yeah. bread week was not great for him. I also, there were some really interesting flavors happening, I really liked. The idea of George's flavors, where I it thought, was a lemon and speculative butter.
1: I just thought um, it sounded and, delicious. Like I wanted yeah, to eat that yeah. one
0: so unusual where most pavlovas are very fruit based and his was like kind of almost ginger snappy he took some ch- chances of course on taking it out of the oven so that he could bake the little speculous biscuits
1: and then put, um, it in and the, put it in
0: the proving drawer
1: which i don't know if that has yeah. some sort
0: of humidity in there
1: going on too
0: but look it looked like a turd i would still um, eat it
1: though it sounded that oh good. it
0: sounded fantastic let's talk about freya um uh, do we have to it was um, just
1: painful to watch cuz she's like it's going to work but I mean there'll be some problems but other right. than the problems it'll work and then they're like this is a problem she's like yeah i knew it would be
0: Yeah and she she started out saying like it's just going to it's just going to be hard because the aquafaba takes so much longer than egg whites to cook like you have to cook a lot of the liquid out of it
1: Yeah i don't know what other option she had really if she wanted to oh, keep right, it yeah. vegan. If she
0: wanted to be vegan, right. There's no other real option. Chig's got a handshake. His was
1: beautiful.
0: Like it was, when yeah. you saw
1: it, it was like, I would expect to see that in a bakery.
0: Textbook example of what you want a pavlova to be, where it was mm-hmm. crunchy on the outside, marshmallow on the inside. Fruit was all beautiful. It was beautifully presented. He deserved that handshake. I will, st- I will stand by it.
1: I know. I was really... He was so bashful;
0: it was cute. I know.
1: And we had said last week that we were a little concerned about him, so it was really fun to see him hit his element for the first time.
0: What What would you have made for your pavlova?
1: You know, I definitely um, identify with Maggie's palette. Yeah, (laughs) she just went traditional. I probably, Mm. if I was on Bake Off and had the sky's the limit for ingredients. I don't think I would have asked for, you know, a berry blend of frozen fruit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think if I had done it, I would have just done, you know, a traditional probably like vanilla flavored meringue with lots of berries, um maybe some pomegranate seeds or something to give it some mm-hmm. texture and then yeah. just like big billows of of whipped cream and called it
0: good yeah what would what would you have made um i was thinking you know like raspberries or blackberries again with that tartness and a little they have a little bit of a different texture they kind of mm-hmm. hold up to um the crispness of the meringue and then um maybe like pistachios i also i like the idea of pomegranate seeds and then i thought oh i could take freeze-dried raspberries to put in the meringue and do like um kind of a an ombre effect like
1: freya's piping
0: and maybe maybe some passion fruit so raspberry pistachio passion fruit should we move on to the technical like the
1: look on giuseppe's face when they said they had 90 minutes to do the challenge
0: (laughs) it it paired the like the gasp i made where it's like (gasps) 90 minutes and then i was like okay if you've done a sticky toffee pudding before that should be plenty of time because they really go together pretty fast
1: mm-hmm. you
0: have to be on your toes because you also have to make the sauce and the creme anglaise so many of them had underdone puddings i'm not quite sure how they all ended up with such underdone pudding wondering if they if they did not get a temp they have to interpret that for themselves and some of them might have got might have gone a little lower than they needed to but still like like you said a lot of people's who's ended up Underdone, really underdone. Um, raw, like Amanda's were, you know, yeah, basically uncooked, um, at, at the bottom.
1: Yeah, it's just like, how long did these things need to be in the oven? 45
0: minutes? Right. Was, Amanda did open hers up and kind of she did the thing that some people have done in the past. Um, like P- like Peter last season, where he would listen to the cakes and he had learned that from Val, who listened to the cakes, you mm-hmm. know, um, just so you can hear if they're still boiling. So I think some people were kind of listening to them and, or like, you know, just kind of looking at the color on them. Um, Yeah. uh, I'm just
1: not sure that listening is going to work when it's supposed to have a self sauce in the bottom of it. Right.
0: You should still hear boiling. Right. And, you know, good for Jorgen for uh, once again, winning the technical challenge.
1: But yeah, the challenge itself seemed extremely straightforward you know, excusing the tweels where it was like, yeah, oh, this is something they would have actually made instead of the class. Like, what are we making good? Good for Maggie for having a good sense of humor. Um, She was an incredibly good sport. We should all have to be so gracious uh, when staring down our own mistakes. And also, I would just and like to be- say, why was one line which was clearly the most important ingredient
0: on the second page for like first of all she yes she should have read the whole recipe through before she started it but also like like could you could they not have put that all on one page i just yeah let's talk about the showstopper shall we yeah this isn't something that it's like oh we're having you know friends over for sunday dinner i'm going to make an empromet. Really thought Lizzie's was cute. Hers had the hers had the um Liverpool oh, um, skyline yeah. on it. Yep. I thought it was a really cute idea. It was kind of immatureish looking. It wasn't super polished, but it was really cute. And um her ideas were really good again with like hazelnut and chocolate all together. Mm-hmm. I very much like Jorgens as well, um, with the uh with the music on the outside. And then just the idea of like the strawberries and the wine jelly and um, the creaminess of all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, was, I was like, Oh, that's a win. I feel like those were the standouts. Although obviously Chig's, I feel
1: like what Chiggs did right. well, didn't necessarily translate to television, especially yeah. well. Right. Um, Cause it's such a visual medium and it's like, Oh right. yeah, he made two amazing mooses that haven't fallen down. Big whoop
0: de doo right. Um
1: <laughs> <laughs> but they but it was very to...
0: elegant looking. Mm-hmm. Christelle's, I thought, looked really cute, was really neat. And I loved the idea of it looking like a pineapple and it's a pina colada flavor. Freya really showing off her vegan knowledge by using tofu. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was a really interesting choice. Didn't necessarily pay off for her in the end, but I think that was an honest mistake of, you know, anybody could put too much gelatin in. Despite her issues in, in the first challenge she you know she's obviously got a lot of knowledge
1: that george's sounded good but he certainly um got a little aggressive with the peanut layer <laughs>
0: right. and i'm and then i was watching it i was like well you know who hasn't been there before like i yeah. too like peanuts and i, I I'm, I'm very much like that absolutely would have been me i would have made like a peanut layer that was like five inches thick that they couldn't cut through maybe that would have been better if he'd done like shards of peanut brittle mm-hmm. or like um, had put it on top, you know. But um, I feel
1: like he wanted it for the structure. And I think that's mm-hmm. where I started to lose any sort of
0: understanding of what they were making. I also lost track of the layers. I was like, okay, there's a decoise and a, and a mousse and a just Like they had to have two different elements, but they could sort of do it however they wanted to. And so some of them had jellies and some of them had mousses and some of them had like creme diplomat and some of them had and then and then you need something structurally at the bottom it it seemed like there was a lot of building code going into this just really didn't i think you know translate super well
1: at least right. not for
0: me the, the heathen american i who know still i still look up what a is. i didn't
1: know what any of the elements were because they're like we need have
0: and, and the creme just... <laughs> you're
1: just like so you're making a cake in a sheet pan. You're putting that around a tin and then you're putting a biscuit in and lots of goop. Like that's what
0: I'm hearing. Yeah. And they all have to set up and and God help you if they set up too hard. And, but they probably won't. They'll probably ooze out the side. Yeah, so it, be ready yeah, for that. Yes, They were complaining about the joins on some of the cakes. And I was like, but it's it's going to look that way. Because it's a jacon sponge, you can't like join it together like a chocolate collar.
1: I know, and how mo- how they were supposed to have two elements. So most of them had like five elements, and then Maggie had one. <laughs> And some topping. She,
0: she, she had two that were very thin. Again, God bless Maggie for her sense of humor and her grace. Um, also, like Amanda, who brought hers up and said it was inspired by a crime scene. They all have a great sense of perspective and they all have a really good sense of humor and they take things in stride and maybe that's you know a factor of having been through a pandemic mm-hmm. um, that might just give you a little bit more perspective on how much a cake matters that's that's a very good thing it also means there's just like less drama and so it, it kind of tugs on your heartstrings a little bit less but i also just love that you know um like they just kind of um take it in stride and it lends a, a different air to it we definitely called it with maggie
1: we um, did
0: i do have some concerns for freya going forward and um amanda has continuously struggled the rest of them seem like they're all pretty steady although i feel like um, yeah, except for our buddy
1: george
0: i feel like yeah Am- yes.
1: amanda and george will be the next two out the door but i mm-hmm. who it is next week just depends on how the week goes
0: I like them both and I really want them. I I don't want anybody to go (laughs) home. I came here to make friends, not to win. George really has to get his like timing and his presentation together and maybe not take stupid risks. I also think Lizzie is a bit of a wild card um, because she's had some she has had some weeks that haven't gone super well mm-hmm. and she's definitely been in the in the George camp of like taste delicious looks awful I'm interested to see what German week brings yeah um,
1: I'm kind of excited I mean I feel a little like wish German week wasn't happening um when there was a German on the show because that's right going to be all they talk about but I was mm-hmm. thinking about like the German tradition of baking and there's just so many things they could explore. It's just way right. more exciting to me than you know Japanese. We could have pretzels, we could have that gingerbread, you could have that, you know, caramelized onion
0: flatbread.
1: They just have this
0: like yeah, endless... all sorts of cookins and and dumplings and noodles and yeah there's a lot of different culinary traditions in germany and they're very um distributed between different regions Mm -hmm. and so the way um you know people in the south cook is different very different from the way people in the north cook and then you've got um sort of like western germany that's very influenced by french cooking and you know eastern germany that's a little more eastern european Mm -hmm. so um so they could be sampling from places that Jorgen's not familiar with, um, or places that other people might be familiar with. Um, I come from a long line of German uh, cooks and bakers <laughs> from my mom's side, so I'm interested to see. Um, I'm interested to see like what old recipes that my grandmother would talk about. I'm going to see.
1: I am hopeful that it's going to be a really fun and interesting episode. If I were to make a prediction, it's that there will be Kookin.
0: Yeah, I think there will be at least a Kooken. Release the Kookin.
1: And that's it for this week's episode of Style and Substance, a great British bake-off podcast. Thanks for listening. Until next week, I'm Ada and I'm Betsy. Off feet or sane until next time when we'll discuss German week.